you know, as a as a society, as people, we have gotten very comfortable taking selfies, taking pictures of ourselves, right? You see this all the time. Oh, look, I'm at such and such. Here's a picture. I'm guilty of taking selfies a little too much for a 34-year-old who's about to be uh, a parent. Uh, We we all do it, right? I mean, now with cameras on the front of our phones, hey, we want to prove we were somewhere, right? Oh, I got to get this on picture. I got to show. I mean, for me, usually it's, oh, the hokey birds here. I'm going to take a picture. Or Mr. Met or Billy Buffalo or Sabretooth, right? That's really uh, the picture. But we take selfies, right? We, we, we do. Th- this is something that more and more people are doing. The camera's on the front of your phone, so it's easier to do. But we need, like, a rule of laws for taking selfies, all right? And I... I'm gonna, I was going to say I hate, you know, always picking on politicians, but I, no, I don't. Um, but politicians, they might be the worst when it comes to selfies, all right? And there's got to be a rule. So I, I, I got to throw a rule out there. Don't take a selfie with food in your mouth, okay? If you're eating something, this isn't the time for a selfie or any kind of picture, I understand. I believe you when you say, hey, I tried this New York cheese out. I don't need to see the cheese in your mouth. I don't need to see the bitten piece of cheese. I believe you. Maybe you could take a picture of the event. I mean, does anyone look at a picture after they take a selfie before they post it? I, I know this sounds so millennial, but, you know, you're going to post a picture, make sure the food's out of your teeth. Make sure, and again, oh, I tried this delicious pizza. I don't want to see the slice of pizza with your disgusting bite mark in it, all right? I don't want to see the pizza in your mouth when you're taking the picture. I believe you. I, I, I saw some pictures. I'm not going to call out who it was, but I saw some pictures of some event that was going on, uh, apparently, um, and a bunch of politicians were at, and someone's like, oh, it was real nice trying out all these new things uh, that New York has to offer. And, like, two of the, like, six pictures where the food, the food item was in the person's mouth. I, 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 do I really need to be the one to say that? And, again, I have been guilty of taking some cringy social media photos, all right? And, no, I don't count the Speedo picture as a cringy photo. I looked awesome at the time. I was really thin and I wanted to show it off. I don't count that as a cringy photo. But I go back in some of my social medias and yeah, I've taken some cringy photos. I will I will say I am guilty of taking cringy photos. Guess what I haven't done? I've never taken a picture of myself with food in my mouth. Now, Josh, someone did take a picture of me at a Bills game, and I was eating something. I didn't know the picture was being taken. I don't take fault in that. I'm embarrassed that it's online. I wish my friend would take it down. I will say, you know, again, I'm embarrassed about it. I'm sorry it's there. But I did not take that picture, and I didn't knowingly appear in this picture. Okay? 
But these, these, uh, I'm looking at a picture now. I don't know why I have it up. I'm going to have to scroll. And this person literally has ice cream. They had just eaten ice cream and thought, this is a good time to take a picture illustrating that I'm eating this ice cream. No, it's not. It's not a good time. All right? You know what a good time to take a picture is? When there's nothing in your mouth, in your hands, on your face. That's when you can say, hey, look where I am. Again, I believe that you ate a piece of cheese. I believe you had this slice of pizza. I believe you had this slice of apple pie. I don't want to see the proof that you've had a slice of this apple pie. I don't need the proof, okay? And someone said taking pictures of your food is worse than a selfie. Agreed. I, I, I'm sorry. Maybe it's just me. The, 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 bite, the pizza with a bite mark in it is cringy. I, I, I just don't, I don't want to see your half-eaten food. I don't want to see your half-eaten food in your mouth, and I don't want to see it on your plate. So I, I think what, you know, Brian and I did uh, a rule of, a, a code of conduct for the gym a few days, a few weeks ago on BMAS and Beamer. Maybe we need to make a code of conduct for social media pictures. Right? Because I could learn some lessons. And I'm here to help. I'm not here to judge. I'm not here to criticize, even though that's what I did for the last six minutes. I am not here to do any of that. But maybe we need a code of conduct. Because, you know, a lot of us just scroll through social media. I'm on Twitter for one reason. And that is to come up with topics for this show or for whatever show I'm on. All right? That's what that's my main reason on Twitter. I really would not be on Twitter as much if it wasn't for this job. Now, yeah, I post a lot about sports. I, I get that. But I, I would not scroll picture and, and look up accounts if it wasn't for this job. Josh, is this a is this a particular generational thing, or is this most people making these mistakes when it comes to selfies and pictures? I think it's a generational thing, to be honest with you, because I don't know any one of my friends that would take a picture like that. I really like. You've never seen one picture with someone has food well, in their mouth. I, I've seen pictures like you were describing, where your friend takes a picture of you and they don't yes, know that it's happening. That's that's yes. happened before, but I've never had a friend, you know, sit there with a burger and take a selfie with the burger in their mouth, and it's like. Just because it's just so weird. There was actually, I remember um, there was a course in college. They talked about, it was a food company or a company that basically put out videos of people making recipes. And they said they always made the food and then had someone eat it off camera because no one, they, they found during a demographic study that people don't like to watch someone bite into food yes. on video. So. What they did was Except they eliminated that. They 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 still show the person eating food, quote unquote, but they don't show them biting into it. They show them picking it up, eating it, and then putting it back down. Yeah. Like that's com- and that's completely different. I'm fine with Guy Fieri on Diners, Drive-ins, and Dives. Right? He takes a big bite. He talks about how good it is. But that's expected. I mean, that's the Food Network. It, he that's admits expected. it to Flavor Town or not. <laughs> but that that's like I said, that's expected. You can you can expect to see someone bite into food on a food channel. Yes, but. I don't want to be scrolling through my feed exactly. and see someone and, and chewing let, food. Let me say, I do follow food accounts, right? And I do like watching like people prepare food. That's where I want the video to stop. 
I don't need some random. There's this one account that I had to stop following. There's this one account where the guy will will make a delicious a delicious spread, right? But then he'll just like he and maybe it's just me. He had a disgusting way of eating the food. Like stop the video when you've cooked it. I don't need to see that it's good. I don't need to see you going, mm, this is good. I don't need to see that, right? Talking with your mouth full. I, I mean, just uh, again, maybe this is more. Um, Maybe this is just more uh, even off of social media. Don't talk with your mouth full, right? I mean, this is stuff I should not have to be saying at 34 years old to people who are my age. But, oh, my gosh, the talking with your mouth full. You ever, you ever do – and I've been guilty of this, and I, I feel disgusting at the end of it. But are you, have you ever been at the other end, right? You're sitting there at, at a nice meal, and you're talking with people around the table, and someone – Someone just can't shut up for the 10 seconds they need to eat the uh, piece of food and they start talking and, you know, a piece of their steak flies across the table. You know what I mean? Again, we've all been guilty of it, but I saw a picture with someone eating something. It was a politician. I won't call out who eating something. And I just it, it not only was it a cringy photo, it's just like I don't need the physical proof that you ate this. I believe you, okay? Take a picture of the event. Look at all the stuff that's here. Okay, that's nice. That's all we need. We don't need to see you smiling with, with, with you know, half of whatever you're eating in your mouth during this picture. That's, I'm telling you right now, if I was running, if this individual ran for office again and I was running against him, I would just post that picture every day to all my social media accounts. I think it'd be a heck of a campaign. Uh, I do have to say, Josh, uh, diners, drive-ins, and dives, they never got me eating. I was just picking my fork up when they panned the camera um, around the restaurant. So. They got that amazing haircut, though. That's they, the they real. The that haircut. was the real reason they panned to you. You know, uh, Baby Joe Macy was in – I don't know if I, – I've told this story a million times, but I don't know if I've told it on this show. So Baby Joe Macy was in that seat, right? And he got up before they did the panning of the restaurant. He got up and left. And they're like, we had these two empty seats, and my buddy and I were eating off camera. And so, like, oh, yeah, I had been talking to Guy Fieri. I was trying to get his uh, wristband, but he had already given it to all the young children there and said, um, email my wife, and she'll send you one. And she did, and he signed my People magazine. Anyway, um, so they picked us to go and fill in baby Joe Macy's seats. I, I wonder if, uh, if, if, uh, if Joe's listening, if he remembers that. Um, so he left. We got to fill the seats for the pan the pan. If he hadn't left, we never would. I never would have had this golden picture of me in 09 to show to everyone for years to come, or this episode to say, "Hey, do you have Discovery Plus? Go to Drivers, Dines, and Dive season blank episode blank, and you can see me and my buddy Joe Duff in the uh, in the pan around." But yes, that that pan would never have happened if Baby Joe Macy didn't decide to leave before they had shown the entire restaurant. So my thanks to Baby Joe Macy. Because if it wasn't for Joe, I would never have been on uh, the Food Network. And who knows? If I was never on the Food Network, maybe I never would have been on WBEN. So it really was the domino to start this career in media. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so my thanks to Joe Macy for sure. Uh, yeah, I, I just had a comment on that. Do you realize that I was not going to say any of this? We were going to talk about streaming services. And I saw this picture again on my on my Twitter, and it just reminded me of the the the, the ugh, feeling I get when people post pictures with with their mouths full of food. By the way, I was guilty of this once, and um, 
I'm deleting the picture now so no one remembers. But I was guilty of this in August of 2019. I posted a picture of my half-eaten chicken sandwich, and I apologize because now looking back, I'm disgusted seeing this picture. So my apologies to those who follow me on social media. All right, now that I've gotten that off my chest, when we come back, we've talked about this before, right? But I always said the reason I have cable is for sports. If that is now available to me on a standalone option, is cable becoming less and less necessary? That's what I want to talk about. I'm asking you, Brian talked about it this morning. Someone called in who's paying $250 a month for cable, TV, and phone. I think that's ridiculous. I want to talk with you. I also have the pressing question. This is the problem in the Beamer house every night. You want something to watch. You've got a million apps. The first thing you do is go to your cable-like app, right? For us, it's Sling. For you, it might be cable. We go through the guide. We flip through the guide and can't find a single thing to watch. Why is that you? Are you ever stuck asking yourself, why am I paying this for cable? When we come back, we'll break it down. We'll talk to Josh as well. MSG is going to offer itself as a standalone service starting next season. The problem is the cost might turn a lot of people away. We'll talk about that more when we come back. For Bowerly here on News Radio 930 WBEN Thursday. Afternoon. And we are with you for another 90 minutes. Uh, 803-0930 is the number if you want to join the discussion. Now, Brian uh, touched on this a little bit on BMAS and Beamer. Uh, but I, I kind of want to get into this, you know, um, We've talked a lot about streaming services and ways you consume visual media. You like that? Um, and, you know, the, the cutting the cord crowd and antenna, streaming services, all that. And I've always said, my big thing has always been, if they find a way, you know, ESPN Plus right now, it's got some stuff. But if they found a way to give me sports channels as a standalone option, I wouldn't need cable anymore. You know, my, my wife has shows that she watches on uh, cable that we could get on a streaming service. Uh, anything I watch is available on a streaming service. Uh, and I don't watch any of that stuff live. So anything I would watch on the DVR, by the time I'd watch it, it's available on the streaming service. Do you follow? Well, yesterday we found out that MSG, Home of the Sabres, 
will be a stand will offer themselves as a standalone option. Now, a little background on this: regional sports networks are imploding around the country. Okay, uh, Warner Brothers Discovery has announced that they're pulling the plug on their AT and T sports networks. Okay, so the uh, baseball and they're doing it on March thirty first. So baseball teams, NBA teams, NHL teams that are currently airing on these networks. All right, we're talking a day after opening day for baseball. We're talking, you know, the month before playoffs in hockey and b- basketball. And they're going to they're they're getting rid of the uh, of the networks in the middle of the season for some of these people, okay? Um and it's creating a bit of an issue. Uh now Scripps Media has gotten into the discussion. And this is something that I think is a great idea. It probably won't happen, uh, but Scripps Media has started Scripps Sports, and they are offering the idea of Ion Television. For those of you with an antenna, it's 51-1. For those of you with cable, it's Channel 18. Um, they're offering Ion as an option for as a regional outlet for sports. Now, I think that's an amazing idea. And uh, Tim Wenger and I were talking about this before the show, and Tim said, you know, the one thing the NFL has right when it comes to broadcasting is your team has to always be available over the air. And as someone who semi-cut the cord because we do have sling, but for someone who cut the cord, let me tell you, the picture on the antenna is amazing. You get 50-some channels, and yes, you get every Bills game. I don't need NFL Network for the Bills. No, it'll be on one of the local channels. That's an NFL rule. And with now the implosion of RSNs, regional sports networks, coming around, I don't think it's an awful idea. Now, a lot of people on social media were laughing at the idea of going to Ion Television. The Pac-12 was um, reportedly in discussions. I don't think it's that crazy of an idea. As more people cut the cord and depend on streaming services to provide them with their shows, more and more people are going to get the back of the TV antenna to get their ABC, CBS, NBC, Fox, CW, right? You know, for me, it's great because we get all the local news on the antenna. And the picture is, I would say the antenna picture is better than any other picture around. It's a crisp digital picture. So I, I don't know why people were laughing at this idea of Scripps Media uh, starting in Scripps Sports and it being offered either on Ion or on a digital tier of a Scripps station. So that's the one factor here, okay? Now, MSG sees this happening, right? Bally Sports um, asked for a 30-day extension before potentially uh, filing for bankruptcy. AT&T Sports on the way out. MSG says we need a way to make money and not be dependent on cable companies. So MSG is now offering MSG Plus, an app you can put on your TV, your tablet, your phone, but here's the thing. They're offering it for $30 a month. That's a little steep, especially when I have something like Sling that before add-ons only cost me $40 a month, right? Or ESPN Plus that has numerous live events a day, $5.99 a month. I think it might be up to $7.99 now, but I have the bundle. So $30 a month, that's a little steep, And you look at what you're getting in Buffalo compared to New York City. Now, in New York City, 
MSG Plus, you might be able to make that argument, right? You've got the Knicks, you've got the Islanders, the Devils, and the Rangers. Well, in Buffalo, MSG Plus, you only get the Knicks and the Sabres, and you're paying the same price for two less teams than you are in New York City. So I love the idea. And again, MSG is not something you would need all year round, right? So $30 a month. Josh, you, you join this conversation. $30 a month, you would probably cut, uh, cut it at the end of April because if the Sabres are in the playoffs, that will be available on a national network. So you're talking six months, $180. I still think that's steep when you compare it to Bally Sports Ohio, which is also a plus, which is now being offered, Bally Sports, close to bankruptcy, offering their services as an app, Bally Sports Plus, a standalone service, for only $19.99 a month. And with that, you get the Cavaliers, the Guardians, and select ACC games. Seems like a better bang for your buck. MSG Plus, $30. Again, if you only get it for the Sabre season, that would be $180 just for two teams, when in New York City you're paying the exact same for two more. Josh, what do you think? I mean, when you lay it all out like that, it does seem to be a bit expensive, only for the Sabres and the Knicks, at least for us in Buffalo. Um, I think that if... If someone was to get this MSG Plus and they lived in Buffalo, they should have access to all MSG teams. It shouldn't just be the two that they used to get. I think that would make more sense and that would make more um, – I think they'd make more people incentivized to buy it if they want to watch other games, but especially now with the playoff race going on between the Sabres and the Islanders. Unfortunately, I don't think MSG can make that that decision. Wouldn't the NHL have to allow them to do that? I don't know. I, I don't know or who ESPN owns. ESPN Plus change that whole thing? Well, that's the thing. I, there's There's been a lot changing over the past couple of years because of what ESPN did. So, I mean, right now, if you try to watch certain Sabres games and you live out of Buffalo on, and you try to watch them on ESPN Plus, it'll tell you it's blacked out. So it kind of – it's 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 very confusing in my eyes. But personally, I don't really have the need to do this right now because, I mean – I watch when I'm either here or I'm at my house and my parents have cable. So, and if I'm not anywhere that has MSG, like my, like my girlfriend, for example, her family doesn't have cable. They just use streaming services, but MSG offers MSG go where if you sign in with your TV provider, you can watch an M any, any game on MSG on the MSG go website or the app. As long as you can sign in with, your TV provider. And that's what I do. I use my parents' password for MSG right. and SNY right now. Right. Um, but this is a game changer, right? I mean, now, I've always said, sports are what keeps me there. If ESPN had something for a college football season and college basketball season, and I could get SNY um, ha- did something like this, I would probably be without a need for cable. Now, I would miss the MLB network. I would miss the NFL network during season. But I can do without that as long as I have every game. Now, I also want to ask you, you're big into sports, obviously. Um, the Scripps Media idea to re- you know, to use ION as a regional sports network, with the way things are moving, the way trends are moving, doesn't that kind of make sense to, to maybe go towards the NFL model of your local team available over the air yeah i think so because it it's just the constant need for demand or the constant not need for demand but the constant need for this is what i want and i want it right now yes that's how everyone is nowadays especially with social media and things like that 
But I think it's a good idea. It's just can they make it work with, like, can they make money off of it? Because it's crazy. You know, anything else available on cable television, you can get an alternate way through a streaming service. Anything else, any other team, except for your local teams, right? I remember, I still remember sitting and watching, I think it was the Avalanche and the Stars play in the... It was during it was during COVID, but they were playing in the playoffs, and I'm like, I live thousands of miles away from both of those cities. Yet there were people probably in Dallas or in Colorado that couldn't even watch the game. That's the thing, and it's you and know, it's like, why? If you're a Golden Knights fan and a Colorado Rockies fan, you can watch every game, right? For less than thirty dollars a month, by the way, MLB TV is twenty something a month, and ESPN Plus has all the hockey games for seven ninety nine a month. Now, mind you, for MLB, like that is a steal because there are so many games in an MLB season. There's so many games on in one day. With the NHL, there's eighty two games, and they don't play every day. And there's sometimes there's two games a night, yep. and sometimes there's seven. Yeah. So it's it's so differing. And but with MSG Plus, you'd only get the Sabers. But let me ask That's you. why I was saying if you if you could get the other teams, it'd be more worth your money. But like you, you said, you also get their their original programming. I guess we should throw that out there. Well, um, yeah. But if I mean it it's funny how different $10 is because if they drop that down to $20, I don't think I think more people get it. Like I think $30 prices way too many people out as a standalone for in Buffalo and, and no offense to the New York Knicks. Uh, who are having a good season? No offense, um, but in Buffalo, most people would be be paying that thirty bucks for the Sabers. Right. I mean, Buffalo's not really a basketball town. That's why the Braves aren't here anymore. Right. I mean, it, it's just how it is. But what's crazy is I remember looking at the breakdown of of it'll be it was thirty bucks per month. It was what like a hundred and something a year. What's that? MSG Plus. MSG Plus will be three hundred and nine a year. Oh, okay. That's and why I'm saying you would cancel it after the Saber season, right. and it'd be one eighty for a Saber well, season. Well, no, no, no. I think they offer. I think they were going to offer certain packages. They were going to offer a monthly package. There was even a rumored game by game package where you just pay for one $10 game. Ten dollars a game. That there is no other tier. There's oh, either okay. annual for three hundred nine, monthly for thirty, and game by game for ten. Gotcha. Okay. Again, well, but game by game for ten. That I, well, it's insane. I don't know who would do that. But here's the thing, thirty dollars for two teams when uh, when downstate, and downstate always gets everything. When downstate, you're paying thirty dollars for four teams. I mean, right there, you need Bally Sports as much stuff as they're going through right now, right with their bankruptcy restructuring. Bally Sports has it right. You put your zip code in, that determines what you're paying because how many teams can you watch in your area on this network? MSG, I think, needs to play with this app a little more. Um, because it just doesn't make sense to, for us to pay the same as downstate when they're getting more out of the network, in my opinion. Would you say you pay $10 per team you can watch? Yeah. That would, it means yeah. Buffalo would pay 20 bucks. To be fair, Bally Sports is actually giving you more than that, and I'm not. this is no advertisement, uh, but they're giving you the Cavaliers, the Guardians, and select ACC games. That's really three, you know, three no, things it, to follow. It's a good comparison, though, because you see right. what other companies are doing, and it, it kind of... I, I don't know. I think it's the right idea, but I think the price needs to be. Uh, I think they need to play with the price a little more. I also think maybe take advantage of the local channels. Take advantage of the channels we have that you know you get on your antenna for free and sell uh, sell the advertising. Watch the way the Sabers are playing this season. You know, I, I just these RSNs are imploding for a reason. 
and people are leaving your, their cable for a reason. With that all in mind, and I do think it's a game changer now offering the Sabres without a cable subscription, I want to ask you your thoughts on this, regional sports networks, your thoughts on the NFL's role that you know local games have to be on a local over-the-air um, channel. But then I want to ask you this question. If you have cable, why do you still have cable? What keeps you to have either cable or something like a YouTube TV, a cable-like platform? What is keeping you with these things? Because I will say, my wife and I, we have Sling TV, okay? And we go up and down the guide, and more times than not, we'll get to the bottom of the guide, and there's nothing on we want to watch. Obviously, tonight, the Sabres are on. That's what I'm watching. But... If the Sabres aren't on, for me, it's sports. For her, she has her uh, shows that she likes. But if we're both just sitting on the couch, very often we will flip through all the channels and we'll end up watching something on demand or something on another service. So for me, it is sports that keeps me having some form of uh, of cable. If the Sabres, the Mets, and somehow all college football were available without someone having a cable subscription, I would have cut the cord yesterday. Like I said, every show is available on a streaming service. So I've got to ask you, why do you keep cable? 803-0930, star 930. John's in Attica. John, you want to talk about NFL Plus? Yeah, so uh, my wife and I, we like to watch the Bills when they're in, um, in season. So we, we, we subscribe to NFL Plus, which I think is like $5 a month. Now, it's only available on tablet or uh, phone during the game, and it's on the, we can stream it on the TV after the game. What we'll do is we'll do shopping or something, and we will make sure that we do not look at social media, and then we'll watch the game on the big screen when, um, when they do it, the replay. So that, that's kind of our role um, as how we watch the Bills when they're playing. Yeah, and that, that NFL Plus, it's got a lot of the original programs as well. And like you said, it's a very reasonable price um, to get the full-length game. Yep. Yeah. And, and the nice thing about the replay, no commercials. <laughs> oh, that, that is the best part, John. Hey, I, I think that's a, a great point. And again, I think that's how, um, I, I think that's how these leagues will have to go. I, I said this on Monday. You know, you've got um, the Pac-12 was a, reportedly in talks of um, reportedly in talks for uh, the Pac-12. And guess what? People started making fun of that but uh, to put on Ion. I, I think that's, again, I think that's the way things need to go. You need to go back over the air. As I said, the only reason I have a cable-like subscription is for sports, is for the MLB Network, ESPN, all that stuff. But I have an antenna for my local stations. I love it. And on the weekends, there's great sporting events on it. The World Baseball Classic's going to be on Fox. I'm going to be watching that on the antenna. But I heard someone call in and say 250 250 a month for cable, internet, and phone. That's ridiculous. So I got to ask you, why do you keep... And it's not... I don't mean just cable. I hope this question... Why do you keep a cable-like thing? YouTube TV... Uh, Hulu Live, Sling, FUBU. Why do you have a cable-like system? What keeps you subscribing to something like that? When you can get local channels over the air, what keeps you subscribing? 
because I repeatedly go through these guides. I go through the guide on Sling, TBS, TNT, all these networks, and guess what? I usually end up going to a streaming service and watching Seinfeld, or if it's Friday night, watching Diner Drive-Ins and Dives Marathon on Food Network. So what keeps you, what are you watching that keeps you subscribed to a cable-like system? I don't mean just cable. I mean a cable-like system. 803-0930, star 930, back after this.